Go home. Go home. Go home. Welcome to episode 50 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedore, along with my co-host, tag partner, best friend, Brian Abhishakra. Brian? Yes. How you doing today? Oh, uh, we're over the hill. Where you couldn't wait to say that and Mm-mm. not know that it was for 40 and not for 50. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's me. Nifty, nifty. Look who's 50. Go it, Home Show. It's, it's us. And we did it. We're over the hill. We made it to a full year. 50. That's it. Why we should have 50 weeks. We should have 50 weeks in a year. Why do we have 52? So that way the comic book series makes sense. Oh, okay. The new, like 52 and then like Wait, new 52. Okay, but what about new new 52? They should call that new, they should call that 50. Or is that countdown? Uh, Countdown to changing it to 50. Okay, and then there's new countdown. Yeah, it's perfect. So, These are great comic book jokes for the four people who are really uh, still keeping up for uh, with what Booster Gold might be up to with the Suicide Squad. Oh my or god! Or whatever C-list characters DC wants to throw in there. Don't worry. One year later, we did it. Totally worth it, guys. <laughs> Big week of wrestling, Brian. We're dialing in. We're coming into WrestleMania. We're in the midst of WrestleMania season. Yeah. And, and and uh, I'm I don't care. Mm-hmm. We had a discussion about this earlier. We did. Um, we feel like you know, hey, you gotta get the, we gotta get like the time off, and we gotta watch, we gotta watch WrestleMania live. That's like the thing. And then uh, I was telling Brian like, let's same night as like a Mega sixty four podcast, so I'd have to take the podcast off, which isn't a problem. I did that last year. Yeah, but like, I don't care. Were you any more or less excited? I feel like WrestleMania thirty. The only exciting thing about it was Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Bryan. Absolutely. I mean, until actual WrestleMania. Yeah. So I feel like we're going in with the same sort of like anticipation. I guess. It's not, it's, I just don't care about, I don't care about Mad Dad and Sad Dad. No. I don't care about uh, Undertaker coming back. I don't care about the World Heavyweight Championship match at this point. No. Like I just, the IC title match looks cool. Mm -hmm. The tag team championships will probably be defended on the pre-show. The Andre the Giant Battle Royal thing might be okay, mm-hmm. but it's just a Battle Royal, so I don't, like, uh, Sin Cara gets eliminated first with Xavier Woods or whatever, just yep. like last year. And then, uh, you know, what else do you have? The U.S. Championship with Rusev and Cena. Definitely. Like, that's like that's not going to happen. Oh, it's not. John Cena's not going to be in the WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, hey, guys, John Cena's going to take this WrestleMania off. Yeah, he's, he's going to come Hey, here. guys, we're, uh, we're going to sit back here and really figure out a creative storyline that everyone's going to buy. Uh, John Cena's going to take this WrestleMania off. Absolutely, because what's going to happen is he's just going to drive, he's going to get in a car, and he's Uh going to be driving down here so he can be on the podcast. That's true. Hey, John, we know you're listening. Yeah. Come on down. Yeah, it's only like five hours from Santa Clara. It's not that far. So. We'll hang out. You want to meet at like a coffee shop? What do you want to do? I'll bring pizza. We'll bring pizza to the coffee shop. You want pizza and coffee? (laughs) Thank you to our sponsor, Papa John's, and also Folgers. Get the new Folgers (laughs) pizza at Papa John's. Uh, put in promo code Go Home Show uh, to pay full price and to have it say promo code invalid. To also not find the Folgers yeah. pizza. Hey guys, go to uh, go to Loot Crate. Put in promo code Go Home Show. Have it say this promo code is invalid. Uh, any any website one eight hundred flowers. Yeah. Any website that you can think of. Flowers. Ashley Madison have an affair. Yeah. But use promo code Go Home Show. It actually will work. Ten percent off your affair. Yes. So that's our only sponsor. Ashley Madison, we know you're listening to this. Hey, babe, call us. What up? What up? What up, Ash? And that's the show for the week, guys. Thanks for, thanks. thanks for listening. Hey, I'm about to go to PAX. I got PAX East this week. Yeah, Jesus. We got, we got a, I got a, I'm geared up. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm rocking and rolling. Yeah. Um, I don't know how PAX is going to be, but I'm excited. Yeah. It's Boston. Brian's not going. No. So if you guys want to come talk wrestling... I might be at the Mega 64 booth sometimes, but mostly I'll be walking around. Yeah. It, I'm not, I'm attending with other people, not attending with Mega 64, but I'll just probably just be at the booth all day. Yep. So no big deal. <laughs> uh, so come on out to PAX East and then, um, I think I might be going to South by Southwest. Awesome. I guess. Ghostface will be there. I'm going to miss his performance. Ah. This is like on Tuesday and I'm only going for like the weekend or something. So 
Kind of a bummer. Yeah. Oh, well, if you're at South by Southwest, come on by. Yeah. Brian, how's your wrestling week been? Uh, very busy. Yeah? Lots of stuff. What'd you watch? Uh, what didn't I watch? I think what the didn't, only... Brian, what yeah. didn't you watch this I think, week? I think just ROH 13. I didn't watch Fall Brawl 98. I didn't watch uh, I meant... Clash of Champions 89. <laughs> Uh, I didn't. Well, I, I watched it. those. Oh fuck! Yeah. Wow, man, you did watch a lot. Mm-hmm. You did have a biggie, biggie wrestling week. Yep, I meant to say busy, and then it came biggie. <laughs> well, three wasn't enough, man. I need five. <laughs> uh, no, what did you watch this week? Uh, I watched. Um, aside from the normal stuff, I uh was able to watch Black Coal Sun with yes, you. Yes, we watched. Uh, we watched a PWG event, Black Coal Sun. We weren't able to attend the the live event Mm-mm. due to prior obligations, but we did get together and watch Black Coal Sun. That's a fucking awesome event. Yes, it was. Holy shit, man! Holy shit, that uh, was. The thing that I walked away from most in that show, I love Roderick Strong when he has like a shitty fuck you attitude. That's yeah. fun. Um, Kyle O'Reilly, I keep getting sold on. Like the more I see that guy, oh, wrestle. that guy's great. Uh, Trevor Lee and Chris Hero had like a crazy fucking match. Yes, they did. Tommaso Ciampa might be like the scariest legitimate human being. <laughs> He's like. He just doesn't. He just seems like he doesn't give a fuck about getting hit or hitting hard. Nope. That's it. Love it. He's scary as shit. Uh, That's fun. God. Um, but I think that probably match of the night um, was the uh, was the. Well, I don't want to say it. Fuck him. Hey, PWG really spoilers. Ready? Yeah. Now, go. Hey, uh, Gorilla Warfare match. Uh-huh. Surprise! Gorilla Warfare match at the end of the show. Because holy shit, I did not expect that. Yep. And holy shit, they take it around the whole arena. That was a very cool match with a lot of really great spots. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Um, really, 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 really recommend PWG all the time. We're yes. really we're we keep saying we're gonna try to make it out. We're gonna try to make it out. Hopefully, what, I think the beginning of April is like the next one. Yeah. We're gonna try to make it out. Yeah. It's just it's hard because we have jobs and lives mm-hmm. and uh driving up to Reseda isn't as easy as it was when we went to like community college yeah and it's also not something i feel like doing for three and a half hours so God, then just immediately so do long the media Reseda. The, the immediate like like at midnight when the show gets out yep so but i mean hey it's it's available to to purchase yep. from pwg.com and man it's worth watching that all, that all being said, I did have friends who went to uh, this last PWG show from oh. out of nowhere, and uh, all I heard was that it was fucking incredible. There were, like, a lot of newcomers, so everyone was just trying to make a name for themselves. Oh, hell yeah. They just said, like, it was insane. It was crazy. Everything was great. They're, they're like, no one was sitting down. Everyone was standing. <laughs> it was just fucking nuts. Apparently, the Young Bucks sold, like, a ton of shirts. Yeah, Dave Meltzer was there. Yeah. Oh, that was the best. They took a picture with Dave Meltzer. That's so fucking funny to me. Those guys are great. The Young Bucks fucking rule. They do. God, they're so good. And I just love that there's so much appreciate. Like, they appreciate it there, and they're so appreciated there. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just really cool. Brian, we also watched Lucha Underground. We did. Uh, man, we've been really keeping up with Lucha Underground. Yep. It's, God, it's like... One of my favorite wrestling shows to watch. Yeah, and I and I hate to say that it's uh, partially because or mostly because of Alberto El Patron being there. Uh-huh. Well, that's what turned my back to it. Mm-hmm. But it kind of is. Yeah. So I'm like, whatever. He uh, wasn't even. He wasn't even on this last episode, nope. and it was still like a super compelling episode. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun to watch, and you know what? It's an hour long. I really, really recommend it. If you guys have never seen it, it's great. Yeah. Uh, Brian Cage is there, Holy and he shit. wrestles Prince Puma, who is Ricochet. If yeah, people, I, I assume everyone's aware. Um, wow, fuck, they're great. That man, uh, d- like double jump, shooting star to the outside. Cage is hitting his spots. He's getting his shit in. It's awesome. Get your shit in, Cage. It's fucking insane. Uh, I can't believe King, that guy. King Cuerno and Johnny Mundo fighting all over the fucking place, that diving was... through everything, going crazy. It's just so much fun. And then all the women fucking rule mm-hmm. i love the women's wrestling because it's not women's wrestling nope. it's just straight wrestling it's wrestling that just happens to be females yep this week it's going to be big rick who's former ezekiel jackson from wwe yeah uh, who is brian kendrick's the brian kendrick's uh uh like manager oh like, he- heater for a little while oh, that's cool yeah um he is big rick in lucha underground mm-hmm. he will be wrestling sexy star yes that we talked about this when we watched the show lucha underground does a great job of um having characters develop having a really cool pacing to a show mm-hmm. having a lot of great matches that are always trying to be match of the night but 
the booking gives you matches that you didn't even know you wanted. Yeah. I didn't know I wanted Big Rick versus Sexy Star, and then I went, yeah, that'd be fucking... I wonder what the fuck's gonna happen. Me too. Because you be think so it's just cool. gonna be like this crazy squash, but no, you can't just book a crazy squash. Not like that. Because these are like two stars that you're trying to really make David Goliath shit, and I'm really excited to see it. Me too. It. It's really, really fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, just really, really great storytelling cool promos the way it's shot like backstage and everything and i I don't have like i can't say enough good things about about lucha underground it being only an hour long allows it to just it's moving and moving and moving and moving so it's it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun i hope you guys check it out please Uh, check it out we don't make it like a regular review here just because it's something that we kind of we don't really keep up with week to week um but we'll get together and watch maybe one or two like if Mm -hmm. we missed one or something Mm -hmm. or we missed two of them we'll get together and we'll just watch them um A lot of fun, Lucha Underground. Yeah. So, uh, anything else happened in your in your wrestling week, Brian? Uh, no, not not really. I did um, I did want to. I can't believe I forgot his name, but um, in the in the PWG event that we watched, uh-huh. um, best heel work I've ever seen, like in the indie circuit since the Young Bucks. Are you talking about Adam Cole? Thank you. Yep. Oh my God. He I, he wrestles. Um, Cedric Alexander and Adam Cole gives Excalibur an index card yeah. to read his intro. Adam Cole, who's just, he's out with injury right mm-hmm. now and uh, had awesome heel intro where he talks about all his accomplishments and everything. And at one point he says that he's going to kick the shit out of ACH and everyone goes oh oh I mean Cedric Alexander and that's written on the card yep. and everyone boos and then there's a big uh, that was racist chant mm-hmm. and then the next line on the card is if there's a that was racist chant tell everyone that they can suck my dick awesome it was fantastic he predicted the future I mean it was just hey crowd you're going to be predictable I'm going to know what you're going to do what a heel. Perfect. What a heel. Perfect. Really, really exciting. Lost my shit. That, to me, is contender for match of the year, and the match hadn't even started. <laughs> because because that is a a person who knows his craft so well yep. that he's predicting what's going to happen. And I think he's, he's just one of the best guys on the indies. I love Adam yeah, Cole. I, I love it. Yep. So he's a lot of fun. But hey, let's get into NXT. There we go. Uh, NXT starts with Hideo Itami against uh, Bull Dempsey. Uh, Bull looks really big against Hideo Itami. Yes, he does. Uh, I think most people look probably big. Yeah. Um, I still like Bull's like bulldozer move where he just like runs through the guy. And yeah. It's like a big like body clothesline thing. Mm. I think that's fucking cool. Um, I, I just don't get the point. If you're going to have Rhino, why have Bull Dempsey? I, yeah. I, I was really hoping that they were going to kind of pull back the reins on Bull Dempsey, figure out a new thing for him. I, I guess not. I, I guess he's just kind of there. Yeah. Oh, well. I don't know. Yeah, I don't... I, they're no. biding time, maybe? Trying to find a better uh, person to bring him up against? I guess or? I guess not everyone's going to get over, you know? That's just the way it goes. And and I don't want... I don't want to just write the guy off and be like, he's done. Because, yeah. because who knows? Yeah. Hey, Curtis Axel's been getting over with this Axel Mania thing, and it's just weird. Who knows? Yeah, you know may, what I mean? maybe it's just a thing where, like I said, they're kind of like waiting for, for something to come up. I think, I think you just have to find the piece of his personality that stands out and really adapt it to, like, the character. Yeah. Because doesn't he just seem like... A guy who's maybe not the tough guy who's trying to be the tough guy. Like, everything about him is, like, yeah. he's trying to, like, fit in this mold. Everything with, like, his look and the tights and everything like and that. His and, name. And, and his, like, demeanor. Yeah. He's trying to be, like, this wrecking ball guy. And nothing really fits that. Mm-mm. I just don't think there's enough of, like, like him no. coming through that character. And it's just nothing. Yeah. But, you know, that's why NXT is, as polished and as clean as it is, it is still developmental. Yeah, exactly. And so you work these things out. Yep, and, and that's how you get character changes. They get moved up and, yeah. and stuff like that. So, so who knows? Uh, Hideo Tommy strikes a whole bunch. He hits the delayed dropkick, and then he hits a single leg dropkick for uh, for the victory. Post-match, Hideo Tommy poses, and then Tyler Breeze attacks Atami. Uh So I guess they're going to continue like their feud, which I'm cool with. That's fine I like me. I like both of these guys together. I think yeah. they have cool matches. Um, Hitomi's, Hideo Atami's down, and then Tyler Breeze with the selfie stick is taking a selfie of Hito- of, of Atami down, and then Hideo Atami gets up, and Tyler Breeze looks fucking terrified. It's great, and uh, gets attacked and runs off, mm-hmm. and he just hightails it. 
I liked it. Good that, heel work. Yeah. Good, awesome. Always good heel work mm-hmm. by by uh, Tyler Breeze. I liked it. He's always a lot of fun to watch. Remember when someone was like watching him from like the rafters? Like a couple, like oh, a month yeah. or two ago? Like Marcus Louis was like watching him from like the rafters. Yeah. And, like they just kind of dropped that. Yeah, I'm glad they did. I don't really, I, I would I would have liked to see where it was going, but you know, who cares? Whatever. Yeah, mo- move forward with it. You know, maybe they had an idea to do something, but yep. let, let them kind of like settle a little bit more uh next we have a video package highlighting uh the return tonight of the brian kendrick i was really really excited to see i'm yeah. a really big fan of of brian kendrick me too uh one of the guys who got me into independent wrestling really was yeah was brian kendrick back when he was spanky yeah and, uh, like ring of honor i mean again I, I talk about even before that like like ring of honor super eight all of his stuff in japan where he came out to the titanic theme and he oh, was yeah and he was leonardo spanky uh, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I have VHS tapes yeah. of his ring work because I was such a big fan. I'm like, oh, I'm going to like, yeah, I'm going to fucking buy tapes. Oh, hell yeah. Let's yeah. see. And they were like legitimate. They were VHS tapes of Brian Kendrick when he was spanky. And I'm just such a big fan. Mm-hmm. So seeing that he gets to come back tonight, I was really excited. Yeah. I really, really, really excited. Because I remember how excited we were when he got called up with Paul London. Oh, hell yeah. Like, when he came up, I was like, God, I was just pulling for him and pulling for him. And, you know, he just never was the right... It's kind of a bummer because, you know, WWE wants, like, big guys or whatever. But I thought he's so talented in the mm-hmm. ring. He's so clean. Uh, I think his offense is a lot of fun. I think he makes people look good. And I just don't think he got a fair shake. Yeah. That being said, I mean, he, he got kind of like a like a pretty decent push on SmackDown toward, like, his, like the later part of his career. Yeah. He was like, the longest reigning... With Paul London, they were, like, the longest reigning tag team champions. That's right. Uh, in, like, modern history, I guess. Right. So, I, I mean, I don't want to say, like, oh, you know, he never got anything, because he got a fair shake, I guess, but I just... He was always a guy that I think could have held a mid-card title. Absolutely. And, like, really could have, like, fucking or, solidified himself. Or at least been in a decent mid-card story. He was in a championship scramble match, and you can find this picture. It's just a screen grab from the championship scramble match that was on SmackDown, uh-huh. where it's a certain time limit, and whoever has the last pinfall is the champion. Huh. Halfway through or whatever, he pins someone, and he becomes the champion. So it says current or, like, new WWE champion, the Brian Kendrick, and it's him with his arms in the air. And, like, the match isn't over. That's right. just... As of the middle of that match, he was the champion. Right. So it's it's just funny. To, it was funny to see. But it was like, ah, oh, you could have... Eh, could have been something. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next, we get the Lucha Dragons against uh, Ty Dillon and J.J. Uh, Solomon Crow has, like, a little hack promo. Mm-hmm. He's gonna... He's gonna uh, fucking take over. He's... You put pictures on Instagram. You better look out, fucking idiot. dumbass. <laughs> I do really enjoy that the it's like he's hacking into the broadcast. Yeah. And I didn't understand that the first time because I remember saying on the show, I'm like, oh, I, the commentator should have said something yeah. about it. No, they have no idea. Yeah, exactly. And I thought that was really cool. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm hacking in your broadcast yep, exactly. with, my, with my message. And, yep. Hey, with his iPad. Getting, yeah. he's, a, he's an iPad hacker. You guys, you guys yeah. do a lot of iPad hacking? Are you guys iPad hackers? Guys, go ahead and uh, go to iTunes. Go to our iTunes. Search the Go Home Show. Go ahead and leave us a five-star review and say, wow. These guys really talk about wrestling real good, and also, they are iPad hackers. Thank you. That way, everyone will know. Everyone will know. Steve Jobs, shout out. Thank you for making the iPad, and thank you for making it uh, so hack-centric. It's perfect for hackers like you and me. It is. We're we're cyberpunks. We're cyberpunks, yeah. That's just what we do. So, uh, we have the Lucha Dragons against Ty Dillon and J. Joe. Uh, Kalisto is great, and I really like it. Uh, J. Joe is very aggressive in this match. Um, the Lucha Dragons don't get any crowd reaction, or what's up? I don't know. It, it was weird. They, like, But, like, this isn't new. They no. just don't get any crowd reaction. Yeah, I, it's just... They they were the champions for, like, four months, yep. five months. Yep. That's It's weird. It's strange. Yeah. Maybe it's just Sin Cara. I don't think the crowd really likes Sin Cara. No. Um, I, I really feel like it was a tacked-on thing, and it's really... It's a bummer because... I think Kalisto is going places. That's all. I, that, mean, I, I agree. I think, I think he'll. I think he'll be pushed and, and moved and everything, and, and you'll see him for a while. Especially with the like, with the news of uh, WWE coming to terms with Rey Mysterio. Rey, so yeah, Rey, we didn't talk about this earlier. Rey Mysterio got released, mm-hmm. and now today I think uh, he and uh, Alberto El Patron 
uh, met and had a like announcement at AAA Uh-oh. today, announcing that Rey Mysterio is joining. Hell yeah, cool man. Rey Mysterio has a goatee thing yeah. that's like braided and like really long. It's, oh, like, like, it's I feel like it's like five or six inches. Like Gene Snitsky. Yes, Brian. Brian, yeah. It's just like, hey, Gene Snitsky, we know you're listening to this. What the fuck else are you doing? Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having a weird goatee thing that Brian can reference years later to Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Really appreciate also, it. Also, uh-huh. I, I think we're probably the only podcast in existence yeah. that still brings up Gene Snitsky. Yeah, guys, what the fuck other podcast do you listen to that talk about Gene Snitsky? Because they're fucked up. Yeah. That's what up? Yeah. There you go. Gene Snitsky. Brian. Yes. Above all else, it wasn't his fault. Mm-mm. It wasn't. And no. he has fantastic poetry. Yeah. Hey, Gene, it wasn't your fault. Hey. I agree. It wasn't your fault. Goodwill hunting. It wasn't your fault. There you go. Gene Snitsky, thank you. Thank you. So, uh, Kalisto will probably be like the next luchador guy in WWE. Yeah. I would assume. Again, I- we keep talking about it. Everyone thought Sin Cara was, and then he wasn't. So, there you go. Uh, Ty Dill and J. Joe argue, and then J. Joe walks out. Brian. Brian. Why? Ty, Ty Dill and J. Joe, are they separate? I think. J. Joe, no. J. Joe. J. Joe did a no-no. <laughs> Guys, if you can just get that hashtag trending, J. Joe, J. Joe did a no-no. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, <coughs> Brian, I just got word. Number one trend on Twitter, J. Joe did a no-no. Oh. That fast. Damn. This is recorded, too. You guys, Did you guys just in the ether? That's crazy. Holy shit. Man. Number two trend? John Cena go homo. Wow. Holy cow. We're an influential can we get our, podcast. Can, can we get our producer, Sasha Banks, to just get us get, get word to us more often when these things happen? Seriously. Thank, thank you, Sasha. You. We appreciate it. Thank you so it. much. Uh, Selena Del Sol and a Swanton Bomb thing to uh, Ty Dill, who's very upset that J. Joe left. Uh, Finn Balor cuts a promo backstage. Uh, did you have anything else to say about the Lucha Dragons match? No. Okay. That was, that was I didn't think so. No. Uh, Finn Balor cuts a promo with Greg. In the back. Apparently, this guy's name is Greg. Apparently. Hey, it's hey guys, it's Greg. <laughs> Who the fuck's named Greg? Nah. Uh, Ty Dill promo, uh, calling out J. Joe. Ty Dill promo on J. Joe, which gets interrupted by Baron Corbin. Uh, and so I guess Baron Corbin is just going to kill Ty, Ty Dillinger. Yeah. And then uh, Baron Corbin proceeds to kill Ty Dill. Oh, no. Any notes on the Ty Dill killing? Uh, what did he think he was going to achieve? Hashtag Tidal Kill. <laughs> Brian, I just received word. Hashtag Tidal... Tidal... Hashtag... Take two. Brian, I yeah. just... Re- I'm not cutting the other part out. Good. Brian, I just received word that hashtag Tidal Kill is the number one trend on Twitter. Thanks again to our producer, Sasha, Sasha Banks, Banks, the Thank boss, you. the baddest in the business. Mm-hmm. We appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks. She has to occasionally get tweets about this and go, what the fuck is this? She, like, I I must have retweeted at least six or seven people <laughs> last week who tweeted directly to her. I feel bad because if people were tweeting at me on some joke that I wasn't on the inside of, it would make me mad. But I'm very prickly, so yeah. I, would, I don't really, uh, I don't respond well to that. I would I would try to seek it out and see what it is, and then if it was just something stupid, uh-huh. then I would be upset. Yeah, but this isn't stupid. This is great. Yeah, because Sasha Banks, we yeah. love you. What's up? We already know you listen to this podcast. Yeah. You have to listen to you, it. You must know. And and as the producer of the podcast, we just want to say thank you. Yeah, we we appreciate all the hard work you do. Thank you for producing the show. It's very difficult, and you do a fantastic job. Uh. End of days is the end of that match. Yes, and then it there's is. A sh- and then there's a Charlotte promo, and I think she has a little sniffles. Aww. She sounds a little, she sounds sick. a little sick. Aww. Aww. Poor Charlotte. Poor Charlotte. Taylor Breeze promo. He's gonna beat up everyone, especially Hideo Itami. Oh, damn it. Uh, Sami Zayn is back next week. Yay! Yay! Abu Dhabi package of Sami Zayn and Abu Dhabi. That's great. He's Iraqi, so that's... I don't think people understand... I'm not going on a, a race thing. I'm talking about the, the package. Mm. The point of that is to show the importance of your character, or I guess the character that you're trying to promote. Mm -hmm. They didn't just show, oh, all of WWE in Abu Dhabi. No. They showed for this show specifically Sami Zayn in Abu Dhabi. Right. So that shows, oh, this guy's important. Oh, he's doing the main roster tour. Oh, wow, he's going overseas. Exactly. This guy's someone. This guy's someone. It's it's promotion within 
your own show that lets the crowd know, oh, this guy's somebody. Exactly. So I, I think it's very cool. I like it a lot. Um, we get Bailey versus Becky next. Uh, Becky is starting to look more and more comfortable in her character, in the ring. She seems to have her legs under her Yes, now. and and it's less like, rah, rah, I'm punky. Yeah, and you know what? It, and not that's not to take anything away from her because it's... She's a new person in a new setting, in a new country. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So it's not that she was doing anything wrong. Mm. It was just finding, I think when, what people maybe sometimes don't understand is, is when you're when you're acting or when you're, when you're trying to be a character, or you're trying to be a certain way, mm-hmm. there's a lot of room to grow within the character and, exactly. and stuff like that. And you don't really know the parameters. Yeah. So you're playing kind of safe and small at first. Yeah. You can see that she has really... She's played it safe and small for a while. She's really coming alive within this character. Yes. And she's able to hit, like, a lot of moves. She's just gotten, like, this breathing room. Mm-hmm. It's like being in an airplane mm-hmm. for, like, like a six-hour flight just in your seat, and then you get up and, like, stretch. Yeah. You just have the ability to—you have, like, more range and more reach. Exactly. And, 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 I, I, and I feel like she's, she's doing this character well. And I think that they did a fantastic job in building her character— because they gave her the room of like, okay, so she wrestles a couple matches. You know that she has like some capability that she's pretty good at mm-hmm. like being in the ring. She's, you know, very aware. But then let's tack her on to somebody you already know. Uh-huh. And then they kind of build up together. And then they have either an alliance mm-hmm. or they have a rivalry. Yep. Either way, it's left at a, at a good like fork in the road where you can go both ways if you wanted to. Right. And so now you've also set up not only just her as a character, you've set up her as like as an established person yep. in NXT. I think it's just giving her attention because it's not like she's... Mm-hmm. I, I don't want people to get the wrong impression and think that we're going like, wow, what an improvement, what an improvement. Because it's not that she's improved. She's always been this good. Yes. She's just... She's being very comfortable... In front of the cameras, as this character, in front of yeah. his fans, with the other wrestlers. Yeah. She just, it, you can see her spreading her wings a little bit mm-hmm. and, and being being more excited to be there. Exactly. You know, not not that she wasn't before, but just being able to, you know, feel grown and, and feel like you, mm-hmm. you like belong. Yeah. And, and I feel like she just got her legs under her. It's really nice to see. It because, is. Because, man, she's doing really cool work. I think, ha- I think teaming her with Sasha Banks, like you were saying, was a really good move because mm-hmm. instead of just having her as like... Well, you're a face because, you know, you have you don't really have a personality, so you're just like, yay. Yeah. Oh, you were heel for a little bit and, like, let you be heel and let you show a little bit of personality. Yeah. And now you're still kind of heel, but you're getting cheers. The crowd was really split in this match. Yeah. I really And and Bailey is, like, the face. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool to see that, you know, Becky, people are appreciating her personality, and mm-hmm. I think they're noticing that she's living in that character a little bit more. And, and I think it's something that you're also seeing on the main show with Damian Sandow. Yeah, he's 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 feeling comfortable. I think I think he's getting comfortable. I mean, yeah. he, he was comfortable before, but I think that in this character, I think the rug was kind of pulled out from under him a couple of times. Yeah, and so he probably got a little discouraged. Yeah, and I think with him too, like very briefly before we get into it on the actual show, with him it was like a very he had a very established but a very one dimensional character. Yeah, and now he's very he has a much wider range. Yeah, so, I agree. It's same thing. This is how you give people not just like. You throw them in like, for instance, Bull Dempsey. Yeah. And you're like, okay, okay, so you're a bulldozer. We get it. And then that's it. Yeah. So it's it's very cool, like you're saying, to see her develop and become... Getting some personality yeah. to come through to the character and, and feeling comfortable in the ring. And she's a fucking suplex machine. Dude. So I automatically like her. Yeah, I, I know. I love suplexes. She's throwing like pump handle suplexes. She's, I don't know, really great. Mm-hmm. Really, really great. I thought this match was really aggressive. Uh, the pump handle suplex that Becky hits is yeah. really cool. Jeez. The slide through apron drop kick thing that Bailey does, I think, is really cool too. Mm-hmm. I think there's potential there for that to be like a really like big move. It, yeah, definitely. Because I I think it's a tide changer and it's really it's really really great. Bailey is very aggressive in this match. Kind of like halfway through, three quarters of the way through. Yeah, she's kind of getting her her rally back and everything, and mm-hmm. she's just stomping and beating, and it's really cool. Uh, that diving back elbow I thought looked really good. So Bailey's like selling the arm, hurting the arm, hurting the arm, hurting yeah. the arm. She, so Bailey's selling the arm. The arm bar that Becky like locks in on Bailey looked fucking legit. Like it, it did. Like it wasn't. No. But god damn, it looked good. It looked really good. Let her use that. That I think they will. I mean, that looked 
awesome. Be- Becky is sort of like uh, Paige, where she's been around in wrestling for probably her whole life. Yeah. And, and she, I mean, they wrestled together yeah. in the UK. So it, it's not like you have to teach this person, um, you know, how to be in the ring and mm-hmm. how to have like a ring awareness. Mm-hmm. She's good. She knows how to sell moves. She knows how to cinch them in. She was doing so many, like, throws, so many suplex. Man, I just want to see more from her. It was fun, and, and I really appreciate the, the Divas division in NXT. And yep. we talk about that all the time. Oh, yeah. So it's fun. It's very cool. Uh, Rhino promo. He puts over NXT and says that he wants to be here. So I guess awesome. he's sticking around. Awesome. Cool. Because I don't want to see him on the main roster no. being just nothing. Yeah, I, I like Rhino. Mm-hmm. Have him stick around for a little bit. Why not? Teach teach some guys. I like it because it's kind of like if you have him stick around for a bit and then kind of go away and then you have other people coming in cycle, it, it's like having not student teachers, but like just like kind of a cycling roster of people that can teach your younger talent mm-hmm. different things from, you know, because these guys have been there. Yeah. Rhino was in WWE for a really long time. Yeah. Brian Kendrick was in WWE for a while. Like, yeah. These are these guys can teach these guys something. And, and it also gives people who don't know NXT a name to look at. Exactly. That makes and, them and want I to think, turn their eyes to it. And I think that WWE's YouTube page did a really good job of promoting like, hey, Rhino was on NXT. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the fuck? Rhino? Was, oh, I want to check that out. It's cool. great. It's I, awesome. I think my network uh, subscription expires tomorrow. I got an email today. That's weird. It oh. should be on, like, auto, but I guess I didn't do an auto renew. Oh, oh whatever. My, mine is. You know what? Hey, I'm going to send a message to the brass, and I'm not going to resubscribe. Oh, no. Hey, the brass, kiss my grass. Oh, no. I can't say ass. Mom won't be mad. Don't. You I, said it. I said it as an example. Mom won't be mad about yeah, that. Yeah, she will. Uh, J. Joe promo. Uh, what did you think of the J. Joe promo? The- he- He's, he says. He says. He says. I'll let you know why I did what I did. Maybe later. <laughs> Thank you, J. Jeff. Thanks. Thanks for being here. <laughs> hey, thanks for coming. The Brian Kendrick against uh, Finn Balor. I don't think the crowd knew that the Brian Kendrick was going to be there because the crowd went, "What the fuck?" Yeah. What? It was really awesome. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because they're all taped together. Oh, yeah. dude, that must have been awesome. Oh, hell yeah. Because you got, you got Rhino and then the Brian Kendrick in that's their taping. Sick. You had to just be going, what the fuck else is going to happen here? That's so cool. Kevin Owens is out on commentary. Uh, Kendrick tweaks his ankle at the beginning, but it's just a spot and it's for mm-hmm. Kevin Owens to commentate on. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing. I really, I hope people don't judge the Finn Balor Brian Kendrick match as um, something that was supposed to be really stellar because the point of this match was strictly for it to be a storytelling device for the champion to show mm-hmm. personality and start something with one of the commentators. Mm-hmm. It was simply that that match was simply the backdrop that other things on your show were happening. Yeah, um, it was a cool match. A lot of the camera was like not on the match I mean, for no. a long time. Yeah, I kind of felt. I was a little, I was rubbed the wrong way by that because mm-hmm. I really, again, I'm a really, really big fan of Brian Kendrick. I'm a really, really big fan of the stuff that he does and his personality and his ring work. I just love the guy. Um, it it kind of bummed me out because I'm like, I want to see this guy like really go all out and put on a crazy match. But I felt like he went out there and it was like, hey, we need you to put the brakes on and we need you to just be a backdrop for this other story to tell. And that's fine. And yeah, and it's okay. And I totally understand it. And it just to me as a fan of Brian Kendrick, I went, eh, okay. That being said, I like the story that was being told with Kevin Owens and yeah. everything. Uh, A-Rye is, is talking John a little bit with, with Kevin Owens, but not in a bad way. No. Because uh, the tweaked ankle spot is Kevin Owens going, I would have just gone in and just... Picked, like you know you got yeah, picked pick it yeah you got to you got to hey, win no, the match no no remorse and i showed no remorse when i became champion and yeah. alex riley was saying like yeah okay yeah yeah but you know you can't do that to a friend whatever and then kevin owens went, well i guess that's the difference between me and you i'm the champion and you've never been a champion so i guess that's the difference and then it was like rich brennan and Corey graves sat there so quiet and uncomfortable <laughs> It was awesome. Fuck. It was perfect. It it was it was well scripted, very cool, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. The the fact that people the next night were you know the next day I should say uh, going like man was that a shoot? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and it wasn't. It was nope. just part of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Riley needs to cut his hair. Maybe I don't know. It looks too big. Nah, I like it. Okay. Well, Brian said, "Hey, Alex Riley." Brian says, "Hey, Alex Riley, we're fifty fifty on your hair. You guys, go ahead and tweet at Alex Riley. Let him know cool hair." 
or uh, or cut uh, the hair or cut the hair. Hashtag cool hair. Hashtag cut the hair. There you go. Let them know. <laughs> poor poor Alex Riley. Guys, leave Alex Riley alone. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, there's a leg lariat by by Brian Kendrick, and then Kevin Owen leaves. Big ass chops by Finn Balor. I really like that. Yeah. Leaping tornado DDT by by Brian Kendrick. I thought that was really cool. Big Tiger Suplex by, by, by Brian Kendrick, mm-hmm. where I think there was a miscommunication. We watched this spot a few times. Yeah. I think Balor thought that it was going to be a release. Yeah. And uh, uh, Kendrick held it for a pin. Yeah. And so Balor took it like he was going to take it and like explode out of it. And uh, it yep. just, it looked like they all got tangled and caught up and it looked like somebody got hurt. But that's yeah. all it was. Yeah. I think it was just a miscommunication. Sling Blade, Shotgun Dropkick, Coup de Gras. Perfect. Kevin Owens comes back out. He's on the ramp, and then he just tosses A-Rye over a table. And uh, Alex Riley is just, I guess, willing to take fucking sick bumps. Yeah, on concrete. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah. Perfect. He, Man. he go If you go on WWE's YouTube channel, mm-hmm. uh, he has a promo with William Regal saying, I want a match. I can't let this happen. Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, uh, William Regal says, you can't be a commentator and a wrestler. Nice. I love William Regal so in they his got, role. Yeah. Oh, you know why? Because he's a GM. Yeah. He's a GM that feels like a GM. Yeah. That's it. It's it's great. I, I've always been a huge fan of William Regal mm-hmm. ever since the Attitude Era. Yeah. Even when he was a man's man, mm-hmm. I, I just thought he was cool because I was young enough to not care. Yeah. Um, but then as he developed, I've always loved his wrestling style, his well, I mean, ring. He, his, even when he great. was like the commissioner. I mean, it's yeah. the same role in everything. Exactly. But, you know, I just feel like NXT, he pops up when he's needed. Mm-hmm. He's probably down there teaching the kids a lot. Oh, yeah. Um. It's it's cool. I like it a lot. He's a good guy for them to have. Yep. Uh, Brian, what did you think of NXT in a whole? I thought it was a, a great episode of NXT. I I'm so excited for the announcement of whatever the next. I mean, it's gonna. Yep. It's probably gonna be April or May. Yeah, but it'll, it'll be post WrestleMania, yeah. so it'll probably be like mid April. Yeah, and that'll be it. I'm excited. I, I'm I'm always down for whatever they're doing in yep. NXT. Uh, always fun. An hour long, always a good time. If you guys don't watch it, please check it out. You have and people, to. People people always say, "Well, where do I start?" Well, you can either go back to the last pay per view mm-hmm. and see, or you can just start watching because it's comic books, and we'll tell you what the fuck is happening. Yeah, that's it, and then we'll help you recap. I, we'll... I promise you, nothing is going to be confusing about what you see in ring, mm-hmm. so you'll at least be captivated by the action in the ring. Yeah, you might not understand the characters right away, but that's okay. Neither did we the first time we saw it. Yeah, there you go. I, uh, yeah, that that's it. So, hey, Brian. Yes. WrestleMania is in how many weeks? It's in three weeks. Okay, so we have three more Raws yes. until WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. This is the fourth, so this is about a month out. Yeah. Let's roll into Raw. Seth Rollins comes out. He's cutting a promo. Yes. Hey, Jon Stewart, I'm going to beat you up. Can I just say that Seth Rollins has the best intro in the WWE right now? How do you mean? I think it is underrated, uh-huh. the subtlety of his intro. It always has the same... Um, dolly and pan around the WWE logo mm-hmm. and then it comes up to him and and just him coming out to the deepest booze yeah. you've ever heard and and him I can't tell if he's laughing because that's his character or if he's laughing because he knows he's doing his job but I just I love the camera movement movement excuse me and then it comes up to him as that is the future of the WWE. Well, that's a really that's kind of like a subversive thing. Like yeah. that, that's like a very subtle thing they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't even I never noticed that. Good eye. Yeah, that's very cool. The only I, other person they do that with is Ambrose. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Pans around. It comes a it, different it does, way around it the does. logo. Wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I know that everyone kind of has like different shots that. Like, Ziggler's is generally, like, pretty wide. Yeah. So you get, like, you see, like, the crowd reaction and, like, the color change and it's loud. Mm-hmm. And, and he has, I like theme songs that have, like, the, the glass shatter and Do You Smell What The Rock Is Cooking? You know, it's like the punch. Yeah. That, you know, and I think Rollins has that. I think Ambrose has that. I think Reigns has that. I think a lot of, like, the bigger guys have that. Mm-hmm. Um, even Daniel Bryan has it and everything. Mm-hmm. And I love when it's a wide shot and you see the crowd stand up. Me too. John Cena starts in the crowd. And his music starts and the camera kind of like shifts and goes along the crowd and it's people standing up. That's his intro. That's yeah. that's the way his camera starts. I like that Rollins comes around the WWE logo. I never noticed that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. What what a nice little subtle touch. Yeah. Very cool. It's it's just, it's one of my favorite things and I've been meaning to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Like just pay attention to it on SmackDown. Yep. 
you have to watch it's it's cool to watch it just for an entertaining show but it's also i think fun to dissect a show that yeah. you really enjoy it's like when we used to watch lost and we're like picking pieces apart and we're going but what about this yeah and how come this yeah it, it rest it, to me wrestling is just that on a weekly basis absolutely the the fun of wrestling especially well in wwe in in the indies and everything the fun of wrestling i think is really the sport of it mm-hmm. the fun of wwe to me is is kind of dissecting it and figuring out why and like what's happening next it's it's just a tv show that keeps going honestly i'm gonna sound like maybe a dick for saying this or or it's maybe a little too on the nose like "Eh, i'm an inside guy (laughs) right i think half the fun of wwe is complaining about shit yeah but it's the same thing as half the fun of your shitty job is complaining about your shitty job to other people who get your shitty job yeah you know what i mean it, it, because the shitty job, it, typically you have at least one person there you, yep. you like. Uh-huh. And then the fun part is just complaining about how shitty everything is. Exactly. And and the, sometimes complaining is just the... It, it, that's the enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And it's dumb to get enjoyment out of that. Yeah. But sometimes it's fun to just live in like that little cynical bubble and then not have people on the outside really get it. But you're like, that's not for you. This is for yeah. us. Yeah. So I don't know. That might be a little... I apologize if you, if you heard that and you think that that comment's in bad taste. I understand. I have a lot of fun watching WWE. Mm-hmm. I just think that dissecting it and picking it apart and going like, yeah, is half the fun. Yeah. that That's it. That's all I, that's how I feel. Yeah. Um, Rollins comes out, cuts a promo. Reigns comes out and interrupts. He gets uh, no love in New Jersey. Mm. Uh, so WrestleMania should be fun. Great. Uh, I guess we're just going to chant CM Punk all night. Because that's all we're going to do. Great. I thought this crowd was pretty good, except when they did that. Yeah. It's like, why are you doing this? I just, I just don't. It's a, it's been over a year. What a weird. I want to like this crowd because I thought they were loud. They gave a lot back. They did. At the same time, like, shut up. Why, why, why CM Punk? Chant something else. I don't know. Anyway. Chant Daniel Bryan in that spot. Yeah. Why are you chanting CM Punk? He's not even on. <laughs> That's a very good point. I hope, I hope that Daniel. I hear. I hope that CM Punk hears those chants and he goes, you know what, guys? That's the one. Now I'm coming back. Me too. Jesus Christ. Hey, if you're at an event and people start chanting CM Punk, tell them to shut up. Start booing them. Yeah. That, that, hey, that's what we did at the last we ho- did. house at, show. At we did. At the house to. show, people chanted CM Punk and we started yelling at them. Yeah. Fuck shut them. up. Uh, so Reigns and Rollins, I guess, are going to have a match later. Reigns hits Rollins and then Eminem get run off by uh, by Reigns. They're, they're just eating spears and punches and yeah. was and shit. So there you go. Rollins backstage promo with Orton. Orton says, "Hey, hey, buddy, hey, amigo, hey, pal. We're we're we're, uh, we're pals, and we're gonna hang out. And anything you need, anything you want, I got it. You Any, anything at all, you got it, baby." Ambrose and, and Bad News Barrett. There's an icy title ladder match at WrestleMania. Uh, we're I guess your whole mid card is going to be involved in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and then also a, a ladder match. So that'll be interesting, I guess. Yeah, those will be pretty long matches. Yeah. Uh, R-Truth on commentary. Why can't they use small ladders like they do with Hornswoggle and Dean Malenko? <laughs> I had to rewind it and make sure that's what he said. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't think he said El Torito. I'm pretty sure he said Dean Malenko. Oh, he said Dean Malenko. Cool. Hey, shouts out Dean Malenko. We know you're listening to this. Shouts out. We're probably honestly the same height. Thank you for doing it. Dean Malenko was one of my favorite wrestlers when I was a kid. He's great. Because he was the ice man. He was just, he's ice. He's, yeah. He's a man of a thousand holds. And then Chris Jericho is the man of a thousand and four. And it was just the perfect straight man to play against Jericho. It was fantastic. One of my favorite feuds of all time. That's not Cicalope. It's not. It's Dean, it's, it's Dean Malenko in a mask. <laughs> I that's love a, it. That's a great pop. Go back and watch that. Watch the unmasking where Chris, Chris Jericho has to fight the winner of this Lucha Battle Royal. Uh-huh. And, uh. It's Sika Lope and Juventud Guerrera at the end. Uh-huh. And Juvi like jumps over the top rope and he goes like, okay, later. And then Sika Lope stands in the middle. He looks like a pumpkin man. Right. And then Chris Jericho is going to come out and wrestle him because Chris Jericho kept making fun of the luchadors. Right. And then he takes off the mask and it's Dean Malenko and oh, Chris Jericho doesn't want to wrestle him and the crowd so is into it. Man. They it's need, a great pop. They need to put those good, I mean, in quotes, good yeah. uh, nitros up already. I just, I just love the moments. It's yeah. nice. Uh, Ambrose flying all over the place. R-Truth steals the IC title, uh, the same way he does on SmackDown. But, uh, the way Raw always is, is that they do the exact thing on SmackDown and then add a little twist. Yep. Um, 
instead of saving the spot, they just do it again and then add a little twist. Especially because they just showed us the spot. Yeah. Welcome to Raw. Uh, Harper steals the title. He stands behind R-Truth. I thought this was a funny spot with R-Truth and JVL. JVL looking dead ahead and going, he's here for you. Don't, I don't want anything to do this. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I love JVL yep. every week. It feels like they're giving him a lot more room to, yep. to, to go. Harper leaves. Uh, Bad News Barrett gets distracted, turns around, eats Dirty Deeds. Uh, there's a Miz promo with a bunch of people, and he shows the commercial. Damian Mizdow is going, hey, Maybe you want to screen this before you want to show this. And then Miz is very pissed. Mm -hmm. And then they show the commercial and it's for erectile dysfunction medication. And I thought it was, it was so childish, childish and shallow that I really enjoyed it. Oh, me too. It was, it was stupid and silly and not at all based in reality. No. But the reaction of everyone when they came back from the commercial laughing at the Miz and Miz's face was so like long yelling, stop laughing. It was hilarious it was perfect it I, was it was a lot of fun and and i really appreciated that they used these two people with it because i think if you would put like the usos and yep. tyson and and uh and cesaro it mm -hmm. would not have been as good yeah. and, and it was it was just a fun promo whatever and then mm. the end uh miz is yelling at damian Mizdow and saying like mm. remember where you were before i picked you up you're nothing and then damian saying that like apologizes he says i'm sorry so I'm uh, can't wait for that match at WrestleMania. I think they're gonna. I think Sandow's gonna eliminate Miz in the Battle Royal, and I think it's gonna be really cool. I yeah. think it's gonna get a huge ovation. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. There you go. Bray Wyatt promo. He says Undertaker, and then he lights a coffin on fire. Notes. Uh, I really just don't. I I think I said this last week. I really don't want Undertaker to come back. Uh -huh. I think that it, his coming back is only bad for everyone involved in it this year and involved in it last year. Uh -huh. And the only way, and they're not going to do this. And I and 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 I know me saying this is falling upon. Uh, I'm preaching to the choir. Uh, he, the only way they can get out of this is if he doesn't come back. And then Bray Wyatt talks about that's how he's he's so full of like. All of the darkness and fear that Undertaker used to have, that Undertaker won't even come back. Yep. They won't do that. They won't. Undertaker's <laughs> coming back, and it's going to be awful. Yep. Uh, it's hard to get excited for WrestleMania when uh, half of your roster that's involved in WrestleMania isn't on the show. Where's Sting? Where's Undertaker? Yeah. Where's Brock Lesnar? Those are like your matches that you've booked, and hey, those are like the big matches... Yeah, I don't. I only see half the people that are in those. So, okay. Yeah, it's not like, oh man, hey, do you guys remember like WrestleMania 12 and like that 60 minute it, it Iron just, Man match? It's just, it's such a bummer. <sighs> I just, I don't. I'm not excited for WrestleMania at all. Mm -mm. Whatever, that's fine. That's me being a, a cynical old fan who doesn't, who's not like running with it and just going like, what a great time. That's well, fine. I and and I get it. I want to. I want to look at it critically and, and again half fun is complaining about it i guess but i just don't i there's a point that it gets to like this where i just don't care anymore I, so. but i think that there's a difference between like normal bickering and bitching and, uh -huh. and and wanting something making critical points about something which i hope is what this sounds like we're doing i we, hope and if it doesn't sorry so, sorry but like <laughs> we really, don't we don't want to we don't want to complain it's just you know there, there's, uh, uh, I think you reach a point where you just go, fine, just yeah. do whatever you want. It yeah. doesn't. And, and that's, and that's a bummer because like we love the product so much yep. that like when you get to that point, I think that's what we're really being critical of that's more, it. more than the product itself. Yeah. It's just like, why, why are you guys pushing us to a point where we are kind of like, Hey, this is something that I used to get so excited for. Yep. And it's not because, oh, I haven't changed with the time. No, no, no. It's just especially after last year where I was very excited to see Daniel Bryan mm -hmm. conquer something. Yeah. It's like, Roman Reigns is going to conquer. Yeah, I don't care. That's fine. Yeah. Have him conquer. Yeah. Um, Cesaro, Kid, and Natty against the Usos and Naomi in a six-person intergender tag. Uh, again, the men have to wrestle the men and the women have to wrestle the women. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. Yep. Uh, drop all. drop to hold the knee lift by Cesaro and Kid. I like that a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, Unoso dives to Cesaro on the outside. Uh, as Naomi makes the tag, uh, the women have a good sequence here, and mm -hmm. then Natty uh, hurts her leg again. She has the hurt ankle. Yeah. Um, from last week, uh, she tags out to Tyson Kid after you know some some pins and stuff like that. Kid gets in, and then he's about to eat a double super kick, and then he tags Natty back in, mm -hmm. and then she comes in and she starts yelling at him, going, "Why'd you tag me in? You know my ankle hurts." And then uh, she gets rolled up by Naomi. One, two, three. Usos and Naomi win. Okay, that's fine. Um, and then. 
she keeps yelling at Tyson Kidd about her ankle, and then Cesaro gets involved, and he's like, hey, 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 come on, hey, back off, back off. And then she starts yelling at him, and then he hides behind Tyson Kidd. It was great. Yeah. And then then uh, Tyson Kidd fixes it all by hugging her. He hugs her, and then he looks right at the camera with a stupid smug face, and it's great. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. Yep. Uh, If she was injured, why was she wrestling? Because you have to, you you play hurt, Brian. You got 162 games. Uh, John Cena promo. John Cena cuts a promo about not having anything to do at WrestleMania and then talks up Rusev and then says he's going to enter the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. And then my note here is, really? And then Stephanie comes down and interrupt and says and says that John Cena is not going to be in the Battle Royal. And I say, oh, okay. I hope that at one point they do sort of like a WWE rivalries uh-huh. that is specifically just John Cena and uh-huh. Stephanie McMahon. Just cutting promos back and forth? Because... I just, I just want their promos. Yeah. Because they're because they're incredibly mean-spirited. And, and and it is... It's one of those things... We, we talked about this... Um, when wrestlers are very familiar and trust uh-huh. each other, they put on great shows. And when it comes to promos, uh-huh. it's the exact same thing. These two seem to hate each other. It, so that means they get on well, I assume. Yeah. Uh, they, they trust each other on the mic. I like this a lot. Stephanie is like just berating him and killing him and going, Cena, it's not that WWE, it's not that Cena made WWE, it's the WWE made Cena. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, John, and then John Cena is like very sad. Yeah. And then Curtis Axel comes out saying that he's been in the Royal Rumble for 36 days and he is the greatest Royal Rumble competitor of all time. Guys, he's still in it. He's still. He has a hashtag Axelmania shirt. Axelmania chance start going through the whole arena. Curtis Axel is getting over. It, wow, what a, a huge surpri- pop. What a surprise. Someone showing personality is getting over. That's so crazy. I don't get it. Why is this happening? Hang on. If you give someone mic time, they might dare get over? That's... I don't believe it. He's kooky as mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. and it's hilarious. He comes out, and he tells John Cena that he's going <laughs> to beat him tonight. There's an Axelmania chant. The Axeman starts ripping off his shirt like Hulk Hogan. John Cena says, I'm going to give you one chance to leave the ring or I'm going to destroy you. So obviously this is going to be a squash match. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's ripping off the shirt. Axelmania chants. Mm-hmm. I hate that people were chanting, let's go Cena, Cena sucks. Let's go Cena, Axelmania. That should have been the chant. God damn it. And then there's a squash match and there's an STF and that's it. Post-match, Lana and Rusev cut a promo saying, you don't have a match. That's it. Notes. I I'm just wanting to see. I'm hoping that Axel actually does win mm-hmm. the battle royal. He won't. And I know he won't. And and all of us who think that he will are wrong. But man, what a great way to have that actually be something. And it won't happen. Yeah. Um. It's just it's not gonna happen. No. We got an email. Real 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 quick from Grant. Uh, part of this last email says uh, Curtis Axel could go somewhere if he keeps up this at, this Axelmania stuff and, and ends up winning the Battle Royal. Otherwise, it's just going to end up with Cole laughing and saying, Haha, thanks for coming, Axel. So much for Axelmania. Hey, Grant, just so you know, that is word for word what is going to happen at Wrestlemania yeah. when he's thrown over the top rope. It's uh, it's gonna happen, mm-hmm. and it's the worst. And there you go. So just so you know, Grant, thank you for your email. That's exactly what's going to happen. There you go. There we are. Triple H promo talking about Sting or whatever. Who cares? Booker T comes in the ring, and then they cut a promo where Booker T goes, "Yeah, you got to deal with Sting." And Triple H says, "You're fired." And then uh, Booker T starts leaving, and then Triple H leaves the ring and goes, "J.K., go back to your job." <laughs> oh, okay. I thought that was cool. I thought this promo was a waste of time, but what the fuck do I care? I don't care about this program, so I don't care. Yeah. Me and Brian had this conversation. Um, We didn't think Triple H and Stephanie were on the show tonight because they weren't on for like the first hour and a half. Yeah. And typically, they're just at the top. Yeah, which which was very interesting. So I was like, oh, they must not be here. Yep. They Uh, were. Paige versus Nikki uh, in a uh, a Divas match. I thought this was pretty decent. Yeah. The crowd was into it, which was nice. Uh, I wish they were more into it. I wish every crowd was more into it, but what do you expect? Yeah. Uh, Alabama slam while they're at commercial. Slide, baseball slide drop kick and an Alabama slam while they're at commercial. I guess we just won't have any spots in this match. Yeah, That's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, there you go. Spine buster by Nikki. I really like that. Mm-hmm. The double clothesline knocking them both down is, is pretty cool. Again, the crowd is relatively into this, so that's nice. Uh, 
going for the PTO and Brie goes to the apron. Uh, she's kicked off promptly. Uh, she locks in, Paige locks in the PTO, uh, which I hate the name of, call it Scorpion Crosslock, which is fucking dope. Yeah. Um, shut up. I'll kill you. I'll put you in a Scorpion Crosslock. Don't. Uh, I'm about to Scorpion Crosslock a cat. Uh, Brie interferes once the Scorpion Crosslock is locked on, and now it's a Bella's double team, except AJ Lee comes down to a chorus of CM Punk chants. Fucking guys, we did it! This hey, is, hey she's guys, your hometown girl. Guys, can we give Divas a chance, CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk? Because I agree, CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. I just think the Divas get... They, they deserve more respect, CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. Guys, he's definitely coming back. Thank you. Hey, let me be the first one to say... Thank you. Thank you for chaining CM Punk. Yeah. Hey, we really, honestly, we just appreciate it so much because he's, he, you, hey. He's going to come it. back. You did it. He, he, did I, you guys read the article today? Mm-hmm. He quit the UFC and said, WWE, please let me come back. Yeah. I heard New Jersey. I heard fat nerds in New Jersey chant my name. Please, please let me come back. Please. I heard drunk people I hate chant my name. I would love to come back and see them. I guys, I can't. Please, please let me back. It, he's if I, you chant CM Punk, fuck you. I don't understand why people think it's gonna make any it, difference. I don't think they. No, that's the thing. I don't think they think it's going to. I think it's just the thing they're gonna chant where it's like, hey, it's a fuck you. Just chant fuck you. <laughs> I agree. Just chant fuck you. Like they used to do in the Attitude Era. If you're gonna, if you're gonna hate it. Just chant fuck you. I mean, do you? they used to chant that during the Attitude Era. So AJ Lee comes down. She makes the save. CM Punk chants by fucking morons, whatever. AJ and Paige promo. Give, give uh, I love that AJ says give, give Divas a chance. Mm-hmm. She says the thing. Yep. Great job, there everybody. There we go. We did it. Uh, Seth Rollins in The Daily Show. This is a very good segment. John yes, C- John Stewart comes down and interrupts. And then John Stewart, I wrote, cuts a good promo. And then I crossed it out and wrote, he's an actor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I thought he had a lot of like really funny points. He remembered old points. I like when he mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, who, we know whose case that really is," r- alluding to Dean Ambrose. Yeah, we know that we know what would happen if Kane didn't come down. And it's like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. That's awesome. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John Stewart gets cornered. No. And then uh, by Seth Rollins, I'm gonna put you in a Scorpion crosslock, you fuck. Then Orton comes down and interrupts. John Stewart watches Orton as Rollins watches Orton, and then John Stewart kicks Rollins. Uh, downstairs low blow by uh by john stewart thanks john good job that was uh, he he got all yep. he got everything in that kick exactly and then there's a john stewart backstage promo where they go are you gonna do stuff for wwe and he goes i need to go or someone's going to beat me up and he leaves <laughs> harper versus daniel bryan this match starts off with a huge big boot and then harper just destroying daniel bryan for like three or four minutes uh, I feel like these guys have a lot of trust, so they do like a lot of crazy fucking spots. Yeah, they hit real hard. Daniel Bryan gets lawn darted into the turnbuckle and then eats a half and half suplex on Raw. Yeah, a half and half suplex is like it's a half tiger suplex, so one arm is hooked, and the half dragon suplex, so it's a half Nelson also. Yeah, and Daniel Bryan just keeps landing on his head. Hey, didn't you just have fucking neck surgery? What are you doing? You need to be easy, please. Yeah. Harper's in control for, like, the whole match, and then all of a sudden there's a yes lock, and that's the end. Uh, Bad News Barrett comes down, takes the title back, but Dean Ambrose jumps him. They both go in the ring. Uh, Harper boots Dean and takes the title. Then Truth steals the title, and then Harper stops Truth from leaving, takes the title back, clotheslines Truth, and then Ziggler super kicks Harper and then stares, holds the belt high in the air and stares down Daniel Bryan as everyone chants yes. They just made me care about the IC title me ladder too, match. Me too, they did it! Good job. I think there's a lot of storylines that you can build off of this too. So yes. I'm excited. Alundra Blaze is in the Hall of Fame. I Great. don't get it. Whatever. Who cares? Um, Rollins and Orton backstage promo where uh, Jamie Noble talks in his fucking southern accent that always makes me laugh. <laughs> I, he looks like he got enough fang- he got enough friends out there to help him. All right, man. Th- thanks, Orton. Thanks. Thanks, dude. Let me Appreciate take it. my hay and yep. go. Uh, Paul Heyman promo that is exceptional. And he yells at Lillian Garcia and I think it's funny. I don't know any other notes. It was, I mean, he's just fantastic. He's, I can't believe he is, somehow he is still underappreciated in Mm -hmm. my opinion. I just, I love that his pro, his mic cut out and then he says, can somebody get me a microphone that works? William Garcia hands it to him and he says, finally, you do something right around here. And the crowd goes, ooh. And then he cuts them off and goes, don't ooh me. Don't give me an ooh. I'll give you an ooh. This is what I ooh about. 
It's great. My client, and it was very good. Yep, it's um, fantastic. His promos are always great. Reigns runs him off, though. Reigns comes down, and, and Paul Heyman just goes, fuck it, and leaves. Yeah. Bye. Um, so now we have the main event, Reigns and Rollins. Uh, what did you think of this match? It was uh, it was a match that moved the story along. Yep. Uh, Rollins is a great heel. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think he's he's just, he's picking his spots, and he's getting the shit kicked out of him, and he keeps rolling to, like, the outside and hiding behind his buddies. Yeah. Of which he has, like, five. Yep, and he, he two has, like, of them are, like, over seven feet tall. He has, like, five friends that came down to, like, the ring with him. Yeah. He has, like, an entourage. Well, it's more like three with Jamie and Noble. Thanks, man. Just calling it like JBL. Yep. Jamie and Noble. <laughs> Reigns. Uh, Reigns really isn't being cheered by the New Jersey crowd at all. Uh-uh. Uh, they don't seem to enjoy his presence. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Rollins goes to dive to the outside and just catches a right hand. Orton enters and just kind of like chills out. He just hangs out and like he just, by He's the just going to like hang out by like a different turnbuckle and just kind of like lean and just go, hey, how y'all, hey, hey y'all, how y'all doing? It's me, Randy Orton. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm just gonna hang out and watch the match for all my friends, and then he and then he just watches the match for all of his friends. Yeah. Uh, there's a headlock that Roman Reigns is put in, and the way he gets out of it instead of powering out is that he runs in three circles like a dog, and then does a backdrop. <laughs> Roman Reigns is very much like a big dog. Yeah, he's just a big old dog. Yeah, he's the hound. He's the hound of justice. Oh. Yeah. Remember that's how right. he just does all the shield shit? Uh, Seth Rollins hits abracadabra. <laughs> That's great. Somebody emailed us this week or tweeted at us and said, uh, you guys ruined that move for me because now all, anytime I see it, I just think Seth Rollins does abracadabra. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there's the sit-out schoolboy powerbomb by by Roman Reigns. That I like that awesome. a lot. Roman takes out Big Show and then Kane hits him with a chair. There's a Superman punch. And a spear is getting loaded up, but then Orton grabs uh, Reigns' foot. I guess wow. he's, he's playing for like the heel side. It's kind of like Orton is playing like this tweener thing where it's kind of... You know, we're just waiting for, like, the shoe to drop. Yep, and I'm loving it. Yep, it's interesting. It's so great. So Orton holds Reigns' foot, and then there's a schoolboy school by uh, Seth Rollins. One, two, three. Uh, Rollins actually picks up the win. It's awesome. So I think that's interesting. That's and good. And then uh, Roman's pissed and dives on five men and then does a Superman punch and a spear and ooh everyone. It, it, it was impressive to see uh, Reigns clear the ropes. Yeah, yeah, he did better than the Usos. I mean, like, he was... Up and over those ropes by yep. like a foot. Yep, it was great. I, I thought he was. I thought it was very cool. I thought that was like the biggest pop that he got. Mm-hmm. This, you know? uh, that and the spear from uh, or two uh, Rollins jumping off the top turnbuckle, which looked like it cut him in half. Yeah. Oh, dude, the spear to Rollins when Rollins dove at him. Rollins took that so well. The timing was good. Yeah. Everything just worked out. It was great. I thought that was a very very cool spot mm-hmm. um, after a match that I thought was pretty good too. Yeah. So there there you go. Um, Brian, overall thoughts on Raw? What do you think? I thought that for uh, for a Raw that has uh, you know not a lot of wrestling in it, mm-hmm. we did see some stuff that made me actually excited for WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Um, but I, man, we have three more Raws before WrestleMania, and I don't know what they're going to do to make me care about the rest of the five hours. I agree. And and this is kind of what we were talking about earlier. Like, uh, I'm more watching Raw out of obligation. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, WrestleMania out of obligation. Mm-hmm. Because I was telling Eric, like, I mean, we do this show uh, on a Tuesday night. Uh-huh. And I don't know if I don't watch WrestleMania live. Mm-hmm. I don't know when I'm going to make time to watch it again. Uh-huh. Because honestly, yeah, I don't, I don't care about 75 to <laughs> 90% of that. <laughs> I agree. I and agree. it's five hours long. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I do agree. So, um, man. I know. We're a little over time, but uh, let's answer an email or two. We actually got a couple of house show reports from you guys. Uh, uh, let's see. Perrin Moore actually wrote in and said uh, they went to a house show a couple weeks ago in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, but it's been really busy with classes. Anyway, it was their first WWE event in this North Charleston Coliseum called oh, nice. Road to WrestleMania. But... Uh, Said that he's a really big fan. The, the house show report was was cool. It was very brief, so it was easy for us to read. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, y'all to be honest, you guys are a big part of uh, me getting back into wrestling. Thank I you. was all in at the height of the Yes movement, but lost once Daniel Bryan uh, kind of getting shot on by the authority. Hopefully WrestleMania doesn't suck. Fuck Sheamus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They've been teasing his return for like nearly a month. Who cares? I don't. I mean, really, who cares? We also got two emails from, uh, we got an email from Ryan. And then an email from someone, Irock Bry. I, I don't remember. They, I, they've written him before, and I, I, I apologize. I don't remember your name. 
Uh, so I Rock Bry is how you have this. They're both Madison Square Garden reports. So yeah. two people went to that Madison Square Garden show, and you guys had similar reports. They were they were brief and they were good. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, okay, this is Hulk Hogan Appreciation Night, I guess. Oh fuck, Ric Flair's here. Yeah. Man, <laughs> how like I mean, what do you expect? It's Madison Square Garden. It's yeah, WWE. Exactly. Uh, it just kind of seemed like it took a long time it, mm-hmm. it was both reports were like yeah, this kind of just goes on oh there's a main event oh okay neat um one last email uh, a question actually from uh, bailey gregory it says uh why is the home show go home show stuck at an hour runtime you and brian i assume eric sorts through the emails we both sort through the emails bailey yeah they come straight to my phone i read them at work <laughs> it's true it's really true I we both do that. do that uh eric and brian Seem to want to carry on discussing the week, especially shown the last week uh, when you noticeably cut out a lot of the standard note-taking procedure. Enjoy listening to the podcast, so of course I'd like an extra 30 minutes or whatever you decide. I don't expect any changes to your podcast. I just wonder. I just want to ask why, as I don't know your scheduling, but would enjoy more. Uh, we want to keep it to an hour because we just love the Sean formula of hard hour. It has to be done. If it's over an hour, what are we going to do? Honestly, it's an hour long because we just, I, most podcasts are an hour. I think it's a fine format. Mm-hmm. If we go longer, I don't want to stretch to have to fill time. I'd rather be yep. a little over time every week yeah. and get to all the points we pretty much want to make. I like the pacing that we have for the show. Yeah. Uh, where it's just like this point, that point, this point, that point, but we can kind of stop and divert and get a little long winded in sections here yeah. or there. I think it's better to have a. Uh, it's the same reason as to why, like, we would wish that Raw is back down to two hours as yeah. opposed to three hours. When you have to stretch to fill time, it's not as good as when you're uh, trying to fit in as much. I would uh, I would like to think good content. Yeah. Because then we have things and points that we want to get out, but we know in the back of our heads we have an hour. Yep. So we're not going to get super long winded, and we're going to try to stay on point. And I yep. think I think that's what keeps it engaging. I agree, and and that's pretty much that's pretty much why. Yeah. And so if you guys are ever curious about why it's only an hour, that would be it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Brian, we did it. We made it. We went over an hour. Yes. Just like every other week. Every other every, week. Uh, Sean, I apologize. I'm sorry that this podcast goes over an hour. Sorry, honestly, Sean. honestly, I'm scared. Like the file size is going to be too big, too big, and people won't like it either. But whatever. Uh, episode fifty of the Go Home Show. It's in the books, Brian. We did it. What do you think of the show? We're over the hill. We're over. The, lordy, lordy, look who's turning. No, fifty. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can always find us on Twitter uh, <laughs> at Go Home Show on Facebook, fa- uh, Facebook.com/slash The Go Home Show, The Go Home Show Email us, gohomeshow at mega64.com. We read every single email that gets sent to us, I promise. We just don't have time to get to them all the time. Uh, but it's nice because if we don't watch stuff or if we do have stuff like we need to fill time, mm-hmm. if you hear us go to uh, emails at about the 50-minute mark, it means we really didn't have a lot to say this week. And it's nice when we have emails that yeah. we can rely on uh, from you guys. Thank you. So thank you very much. Uh, always hit us up on iTunes, search the Go Home Show, leave us a five-star rating uh, if you can. It helps us. Somehow, I'm not really sure yeah. what the fuck. I don't know how I don't know how many fucking people listen to this show. Or you can go on YouTube, <laughs> YouTube.com/slash Eric Bedour. Uh, we always have the comment section. I think is a lot of fun. It is because yeah. you guys can just let us know what you think about the last week. It's way more interactive and way easier because me and Brian are both in there leaving comments and stuff. Brian, yes. episode 51, you're gonna be down a fucking cat. Do you have anything to say about that? Yeah, that cat needs to go home.